It's an antitrust authority show, the AA show for June 3rd, 2020. How's it going, everybody? Uh, wow, a lot has happened over the last week or so since ever since the George Floyd killing and then the rest of the protest, unrest, civil unrest, whatever you want to call it, looting, all this has happened over the last uh, over the week or so. And I'm going to get to the conclusion, which is I really don't think this should be the end at a racial injustice and the vanilla statements that the corporations and celebrities are sending out. Uh, a few people have mentioned this, including uh, the chief economic advisor for Alliance, uh, Mr. L. Arian, uh, who said, you know, this protest is not just about racial inequality. It's about inclusion and opportunity and people getting left behind. And I completely agree because I am not surprised by what has transpired. If you're Unless you're black and 18 years old or Hispanic American, the, especially the marginalized community in the criminal justice system, you shouldn't really be outraged at the same level or be surprised or shocked at this point. LeBron James was on the Miami Heat when Tr- Trayvon Martin and the hoodie campaign happened. LeBron James went back to Cleveland uh, Cleveland Cavaliers a second time, and even before he won this title in Cleveland in 2016, uh, you can name so many, Michael Brown, Freddie Gray, Tamir Rice, you name it, that has happened, even before LeBron won the next championship, and then, you know, you want to count it up to George Floyd, you know, it's, I'm not shocked, I'm not angry, I'm not devastated, because I'm like, oh, another one, which some people in black communities are also saying, it's like, why are we surprised? Why are you surprised? None of this is surprising. And whatever happened with the Cooper on Cooper crime in Central Park and all that, and yes, we have a lot of massacre and all that happened. Everybody's amping up on this shit on Facebook. Like, you haven't seen this before. Why? I don't know why you're surprised. I know today people are doing Blackout Tuesday and all that. I'm just like, all right. And then some people are posting, all right, what's next? I'm going to tell you what's next. Uh, it's not the looting. The looters and Tifa, anarchists, whatever you want to call it, they're stirring the shit up, and then a whole bunch of kids are doing this shit, right? But that's not the 99% of the protesters out there, you know? And it's simple. Go out and vote. D- like, donating $100,000. Levi said we donated $100,000 to ACLU. I just go, why aren't you donating a million dollars every year the last two decades? At least two decades. At least a decade. Apple puts out a statement. Tim Cook, I admire him as a human being. But as a corporation, I just go, Apple's about bringing technology together or something. And I just said, you know, while you praise inclusivity and all those, the way you spread your product, where you price your product, and get the product maintained is far from these marginalized communities. Yes, uh, Apple Store is going to get looted. What? Yeah, but you never made your products and technologies so reachable and accessible to these communities. So I just called the hypocrisy right, right there. And then like Don Lemon going, where are the celebrities? Where are you, Hollywood? I'll tell you where they were. I mean, what difference does it make? Do you think Beyonce is going to solve this problem by herself? Do you think Oprah is going to solve this problem by herself? Do you think LeBron's going to solve this problem by himself? You think Donald Trump's going to solve this problem by himself? No, it takes more than a person. Who the fuck cares what Ja Rule thinks? 
Dave Chappelle's right. And I said this over and over. Stop putting celebrities on such pedestals. Don't put one person in single group onto a fucking pedestal. And this continuous marginalization, inequality, I don't want people, corporations, to just stop at racial and injustice, police brutality. Hell, everybody's been pent up. That's what CNBC was fucking throwing last Friday when the market was like kind of rising. Retail, retail. There's a pent up demand. MGM's opening the second hotel in Vegas, Las Vegas Strip. And I just go, what fucking demand? Everybody's pent up, but whatever the pent up demand is, it's, it's ephemeral. It's going to go away after like getting your high off, right? It's just like, and everybody's like pent up, angry. You know, it's like this lockdown isn't helping, but I just go, you know what? I can't believe the police officer pulled that shit and not let go of the knees and then the rest of them around them never did anything. I just go, how many of this shit do we go through? How many of the chokeholds that could be fatal, even at the UFC, the referee comes in and taps you on the fucking shoulder and say, yo, yo, get off, get off. These people use. And then, like, Fox News has nothing to say. It's gotten to a point, it's not like one Charlottesville where the rally happens. It's not Portland, Oregon. It's happening everywhere. I'm not surprised. And then in the southern cities like in Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, they're like, they're, they're trying to take down the Confederate statues and then they end up just like defacing it. And, you know, you get a good story like Genesee County up here in Flint, believe it or not, Detroit and Flint did not have the worst in Michigan. It's like Grand Rapids. And the Genesee County Sheriff took off the riot gear and just said, Hey, we're gonna, this is not gonna be a protest, this is gonna be a march. We're gonna be together. Yay! That was Saturday night. Bellevue Police Officer, Bellevue, Washington, Bellevue Chief, Police Chief, not the riot, the sheriff, like in the Flint. Said the same thing in the beginning of the protest on a Sunday. And then everybody said, yay! And then the fucking, it went sideways. My old home, Bellevue. Outside Seattle. And then Seattle has its own fucking history with the May Day and all that Antifa, whatever. Anarchist, basically. Stirring shit up. And then, police are fucking pent up too. Not just the people. And then people are just like linearly playing this. It's like, oh, police. All police. Just go... Dude, like, they have a pretty difficult fucking job, too. Yeah, they need to be a fucking better trained than shit also. Yeah, it's fucking despicable. They're shooting rubber bullets at media. I was like, what do they do? But I'm just like, everybody's pent up on all sides. And I... Everybody's marginalized, if you look at both sides. And I don't want some white people and then, like, middle America coming around and saying, I'm bringing my AR-15. All that shit. I just go, dude, there is a general inequality and lack of inclusivity in these conversations everywhere. Especially black and Hispanic people here in America. They got hit the worst by the coronavirus. Then you get this shit on top of it. Another police killing. Another unnecessary death. Another white person. So-called liberal. Oh my god, a white liberal lady can be a fucking racist too? Yes. Why am I not surprised? That's why I keep saying sometimes it's suburban liberals. And they call the police on the dude. She gets fired. Hey, she got fired. Does that solve her racism? No. I said this over and over. Ever since this thing started. And even before that I said this. Even before I started recording this shit. Well, what's that going to achieve? You just feel good about yourself. 
The solution is simple. You need to vote the people and go with it. And obviously the current leader of the free world ain't gonna do shit. And I don't even get mad anymore. But I just go, why are you surprised? So you want this to work and you Bernie Sanders supporters? Occupy Wall Street. Black Lives Matter. Forget the blue wave. We don't know if that momentum is going to continue. This needs to be a political movement. Politics and protests need to come together. And Barack Obama, love him or hate him, he's right what he said yesterday. We need to put this into a proper political movement. Not just we occupied it, we protested about it, we feel good about it ourselves, taking part in it. That's why the Occupy Wall Street failed. That's why the blue lives, Black Lives Matter never went through and then you get the rest of the bullshit. Tea Party, Don't Tread on Me, Populism, All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. You need to get these people and it's not just a, it's not just a majority white people that are like already agreeing with your view. You need to get the rest of these people. And then to me, the argument is simple. Look, fixing a justice system and the policing and community is, is one problem. We have a common issue here, which is, I mean, the known economists like Paul Krugman, fucking Tom Piketty out of France, Tom Friedman, uh, Mohammed Elyrian, Nick Hanauer, who said pitchforks are coming. Here are the pitchforks. Pitchforks are here. They said plutocrats need to better watch out. Trickle-down economics is fucking bullshit. Like, you need to take care of these people. And then World Economic Forum, you know, OECD, all these people, all these, like, studies have continuously pointed out, not just in America, all around the world, the income inequality is a great threat to the overall finances and economy going forward. Not to mention global warming, climate change, and everything. You know, this has been happening over especially exacerbated more and more the last 10 years. Populism, Yellow Vest Movement, Chile the last two years, Mexico, Brazil, America, Brexit, uh, Philippines even, fucking Australia. It's everywhere. Blame the foreigners. You never really fix a problem with the rich people. And it just, it, I hope this doesn't just stop at the racial relations and everything. That's one of the symptoms. If you fix the equality and then the fucking financial dire straight black Hispanics. God, the white people who voted for Trump have. That's a common ground you can start at. Everybody's feeling anxious. Everybody's living dire paycheck to paycheck. If you give that at least baseline and then the fucking coverage medically, politically, judicially, fucking ethnically, whatever, societically, environmentally, everything. If you get these bases covered, I mean, some of these problems will become easier and easier to solve. Am I equating everything as all lives matter? Fuck no. Fuck no. I gave this analogy before. 
you don't go to a baseball game where they say, hey, it's fucking Father's Day, so prostate cancer awareness. You don't fucking get up and go, Luke Gehrig's disease is bad too. Bill Maher is right. All lives matter, but not all, not all the lives are fairly proportionately affected and discriminated against. Same for the disease. Not all diseases come hit at the same fucking rate. I can't, like, it, it's to a point where Fox News starts, has no argument other than, where, where's the control? They turn off all the comment sections on YouTube. And they, they're worried about the protesters and the fucking coronavirus. Where the fuck were you, Fox News, when in Ozark, Missouri, the white people were having a fucking pool party, huh? Now you're worried about coronavirus? I am too. That's why I'm fucking reluctant partaking in all these things. Like, everybody's like high-fiving, looting, touching shit. I just go, this is bad. But it has come to this boiling point. The next steps are simple. Get it together, make this a political movement, and actually get in the system to change the system. One person, one idea, one nominee is not going to solve this problem. Joe Biden cannot pick the prosecutor or regional safe choice. Kamala is not going to cut it. Amy Klobuchar is not going to cut it. Gretchen Whitmer is not going to cut it. Stacey Abrams is not going to cut it. Elizabeth Warren came up with the best fucking solution and then actually reached out to all parties, all regions. And then even BLM folks that said Elizabeth Warren actually had the best platform when it comes to these things. The problem with her was she couldn't get her fucking message straight. Try to satisfy too many people in the field of fucking 30 people. So she got lost in the crowd. Now we have a presumptive nominee, and now we have a narrow message of defeating the moron-in-chief, and then the rest of the incapable buffoons that are running this show. Four more years of that is not acceptable. I don't care. You need to get him out, and then Joe Biden needs to energize the base with the right VP nominee. To me, it's a one choice. It's fucking obvious. And then go hard at it. You got five months. And then people need to rally together and mobilize and put it together. Koch brothers did a good job with it. Sheldon Adelson and the rest of the conservative, so-called conservatives, the conservative packs did this shit. Get in the system and beat the system. You're not going to loot and burn it, burn the thing down and then make it happen. No. So I'm going to leave it there. I want, I want this to take a formalized step and a and once they make it clear, look, this is one of the many symptoms which even the middle America, the marginalized countryside, rural side America could get behind. We have the same common ground of struggle getting left behind continuously, economically, politically, socially. This is part of it. This is how society would progress. I can't believe it has reached this point to do it. And choppers are going all day here in Detroit. And I'm just like, yeah, go ahead. And people got to be mindful of what the fuck they're sharing on social media too. Because China, Russia, Iran, Macedonia, whatever the fucking football transfer bot account they're using. They're having a field day with this shit. And every I saw a Reuters article saying, oh, TikTok has become a place where they share all these protests. Well, where the fucking China protests and Hong Kong protests? 
China's having a fucking field day, huh? And then Hong Kong protests are using I can't breathe with the po- police, you know, riot and all that stuff. And I just go, let's calm down. Like, go protest. Speak your mind. But, God, I hate looking at this fucking Facebook, Snapchat, amping the shit up. I'm glad Twitter is, like, fact-checking the president. That's great. You know? And then it's like a mod on fucking mood on 4chan. It's like, ban the user. Mood, you're a fig. And then, like, user has been banned for this post. So be it. If I ran the platform, I would do that shit. And then whatever Facebook walkout and all that, I'm not going to cover it here. I could have a dedicated on a half hour on Facebook and Zuckerberg and all that stuff. And rest of the t- technology and all those communities. I'll, all I'm going to say is a lot of the people that are on like blind app or seeking alpha, all these things, you know, playing tough and shit. Yeah, y'all are complacent. It's like, you know, you could get yourself screwed also. So don't be complacent. And then people looking from marginalized groups to the next group of people maybe making up to three hundred thousand dollars a year uh they three hundred thousand ain't a one percent i'll just say that right now they're well off yes but they ain't the fucking rosie's picture either that's the next that's the next class of income of people that's gonna get fucking squeezed and all these other tech people and then people who are making okay money in the mid-career don't realize this thing so that's the sad part and just worry about the immediate tax and the immediate stock. The stock doesn't even make fucking sense. You know, people see this through. And then even the economists and all these like investors like calling it out. Don Lemon is wrong. Where is the Hollywood and all these people? They spoke up. They just are dumb enough to not speak what really is happening here. Pitchforks are out. Inequality at all lever- levels have accumulated into this moment that we have going on right now so i don't want people to just like lose sight of this as just protest fuck police and all that this is a greater systematic reset opportunity to reset everybody does that mean like oh bring down everybody no it's to lift up everybody who got left behind especially over the last Decade and a half. I say over the last 40 years. You know, Milton Friedman since then. Fucking fuck Keynesian economics. I said Keynesian before, but you know, you get the idea. The shareholder mentality. Tom Piketty said the current economics are uh, oligarchy. Yeah, it is. Even I make a good six digit money. I like, I have a fucking ceiling too. So I'm going to leave it there. Just be careful what you're sharing. Just think about everything these people are suffering from. Not just the police. The justice is one thing. Justice system needs to be fixed. But I don't want to get to a point where, hey, we fixed the police. Well, what about the rest of the redlining? What about the rest of the income? What about the rest of the workers' rights? What about the rest of the gig economy these especially minority people have to go through? I want all those problems to be concretely addressed. And I don't want companies and celebrities giving a fucking vanilla statement. We're here for the racial equality. If you're you're for that and just throwing justice, fuck you. You haven't done your fucking homework. You're just lip servicing. 
do the rest of the right things. That's problem with the system and the society today. And then admit it. Otherwise, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. I wanted to talk about HBO Max, but that's not going to happen. Maybe I'll dedicate my episode next time with the Zuckerberg or something. But thanks for listening. And then uh, well, we'll check back next week. I think Father's Day is next weekend. So uh, I don't know. Something thematic there. All right. Bye-bye.